Hi, this is Adina here with today's episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant, part of our year-long journey in thinking about courageous connections. It's the month of April and we're not on a kind of unified theme like we usually are, and so we're on a mixture of episodes around different things. In May, we'll go back to having a solid theme, but today I wanted to talk about creating courageous online connections. And anybody who knows me really well knows that I am not huge on online communities. I do not spend time on Facebook. I do not spend time on Twitter. I do not spend time on Instagram. And then there's a whole variety of things that I don't even know the name of that I don't spend time on. So it's a rather interesting thing that I would be um, issuing a podcast or recording a podcast on creating courageous online connections. Um, but, you know, we're, we're going for it because there's something important and interesting, I think, to put forward here. And, you know, in terms of why I don't spend time on online communities, particularly because it's going to pertain to, I think, what this episode's about, is, you know, I'm not a huge fan of it for a lot of the ways that we use it. You know, first of all, it's addictive. I mean, how much time have we come to spend on social media when if we look back at our day, like, what did we do with that hour? And is that really how we wanted to spend our hour? Um, I know a lot of people talk about, and I feel it too, the sense of comparison. Oh, am I enough? Because people are posting all these amazing things, and why do I want to spend my time on something that ends up making me feel badly? Um, We can spend way too much time being obsessed with how many people liked and how many people are in our communities and how many people are responding and all those kinds of things. Um, I also kind of feel that sometimes it opens up to predatory Um, behavior on other people who are trying to get me to buy things, trying to sell me things or worse, and just trying to interfere with things that I'm doing. So that's my mini rant and rave. But yet there are places where online connections can be really powerful. And one of those places for me, the one community that I do really participate in is LinkedIn. And I participate in LinkedIn because the thing that is different, and and LinkedIn is changing, it is modifying too. Sometimes I think people are not quite sure the difference between LinkedIn or Facebook or just ignoring it. But the thing that I like about LinkedIn is that there is an implicit social contract to LinkedIn. And the implicit social contract is something like this, that if you agree to participate in the community, that you agree to be part of the goal of really connecting and connecting people to each other, connecting for the benefit of what could be created when people who don't know each other can come together, whether that's across cities, states, the globe, through LinkedIn, and the way possibilities can be created, particularly in our professional world or in ways that can bring benefits to people all around. And So I like LinkedIn for this reason, and I participate, and I wanted to share some of the things that have happened for me on LinkedIn as a means of kind of illustrating this concept of courageous online connections. So the first example I want to talk about was somebody who reached out to me because they saw my professional background, and I think they'd heard my name in various circles and said, you know, this seems like somebody I should meet. And their intentions were totally good. You know, they weren't trying to sell me anything, get me to do anything. They thought I was interesting. We were in the same field. They reached out to connect. At that particular point, I was not necessarily so interested in having more connections in this particular field, and I was inclined to say no. But social contract, 
and and something just sort of said, all right, say yes, but put some boundaries on it. Don't spend too long on this. You know, kind of really scope it out, and, and then you can keep moving in places that are more interesting. Maybe not my most spacious moment, but that's where I was. And so this person was very persistent. They reached out. We did meet. I decided it was going to be an hour at a coffee shop near me. And next thing you know, we ended up closing down the coffee shop probably two and a half to three hours later. And it was such an amazing connection. You know, nothing was as it appeared. And the amount of overlap that we had in our interests and our professional work was extraordinary. I was about to put on a telesummit and this person brought an amazing speaker to the telesummit. We later did projects and work together. And we're now very good friends in addition to crossing paths in really beautiful professional ways. And it was a matter of saying yes and abiding by that social contract and amazing things that had just unfolded from it. In the second case that I wanted to describe, it was really, I was working on a project and I needed to tap into somebody who had a certain perspective. I didn't need to sell or buy or anything. I just thought, well, this is exactly what it's for. I need somebody who has a certain perspective and orientation on this particular issue and I'll reach out on LinkedIn and find somebody who can be supportive. And so I looked in my, I found somebody and I didn't know him directly, but there was someone in my network. He was like a second degree connection and there was someone in my network who did. And so I reached out to them and I said, would you be willing to introduce me to this person? And it was really fascinating because the reply came back, you know, I don't really know them. I don't really think I'm the best person. See if you can find someone else who can do this. Truth is, I didn't really have anybody else who could do this. And I just wrote back to her and I said, you know, I know you may not know this person well, but I really trust in the social contract of LinkedIn, which is that if you're participating, if you're playing the game and you're online, that you're willing to make the introduction. And would you be willing to try? Would you be willing to reach out to this person? So she did. And again, the person on the other side was just so excited to be contacted, so excited to be invited to offer their opinion and expertise. We met for lunch and then literally ended up meeting for lunch once a month as professional colleagues and friends for a very long time. Again, being involved in a workshop, he participated in something I did, I supported work that he did, and this amazing, beautiful friendship that just came from pushing forward a little bit and honoring the social contract. The third example that I wanted to bring forward was um, somebody I'd met at a workshop like a number of years ago, probably seven or eight years ago at this point. And we met and afterwards did what people do and you immediately connect on LinkedIn to build your list of contacts with this person. And then kind of went a long time and didn't hear from them. You know, I was posting on LinkedIn and totally unbeknownst to me that this person had been following me on LinkedIn. and. All these years later, I then get an email that say, hey, you know, I would like to chat. Didn't give me a lot of information, but something just sort of told me to follow it. And met up with this person in a coffee shop. Again, one of those coffee shop meeting went on for a while. It ended up opening into a really beautiful friendship, into a big contract and work for me in terms of working with the company because the things that I had to offer were a good match for what they needed at the time. And it turned out to be a, an extraordinary relationship, which still goes on today because, you know, we made that connection on LinkedIn and even all those years later, hadn't been in contact, this person trusted that, all right, you reach out now, somebody's going to say yes on the other side. The last example I want to bring, and it's been absolutely huge for me, is somebody reached out from another country, not even America, but reached out from another country 
because of the work I was doing in divorce coaching at the time. And we had this really lovely conversation. Again, it was just to get to know each other, see what each other was doing, maybe offer each other a little feedback on things. It was great. I think we spoke maybe a second time on Skype. And she was in Denmark and I was in Philadelphia. And about a year later, I get an email. Oh, I should say on one of those calls, I shared with her something that I was not yet doing professionally, but what was a real passion of mine, a real kind of goal and passion and dream for me. And she took it in just like I took in her goals. And then I watched her sort of build her dream and her goals online and stayed on her mailing list and joined her groups. And about a year later, I got an email from her to me and to another woman in Denmark. And she wrote, you know, I don't really, you know, I know Gina a little bit. I don't really know this other person so well, but we were on a project together. But I know that the two of you share a common passion and I think you should meet. So, or I think you should talk about it. So we did and we got on a Skype call and we arranged that and it turned out that our passions were in exactly the same area that we were, had been like in two parts of the world thinking about the exact same thing. And long story short, we talk, she's coming to America. I fly out to Colorado to go meet her. And now we are on a major joint project together as partners, all that came from saying yes to somebody on LinkedIn. So I am a total believer in courageous online connections. I'm a believer in the social contract of LinkedIn. And I'm a believer that if we set the right intentions, that we really can create connections that matter online, not just connections that give us lots of numbers or lots of likes or lots of views or things like that, which I know could be helpful from a marketing purpose and things like that, but connections that can really transform, that can transform the quality of our life, that can transform the direction of our work, that can get, breathe breath and life into our passions because that's what I have experienced and that's what has existed for me. And so I really want to create this space that invites people to think about how you can transform just connecting to courageous connections. And, you know, why to do it? It totally can expand the work that we do. It creates possibilities, inspires opportunities in really, really amazing ways. And so I want to invite people to do that. A few keys to keep in mind is be clear about what your intentions are. Don't reach out and say, hey, I want to try to help you sell better or I got something great I want to sell you. It's not a good way to make a courageous connection. But to really set your intention of finding somebody that you have a common interest with that you want to reach out to, that you want to hear or learn something about, make it about them and make it about connecting rather than some other motive. Be totally genuine in it. Share yourself. If I hadn't shared my passion with this woman who I had no idea, lived in Denmark, she never would have connected me with this woman where we are now pursuing our joint passion together from across the globe. So be genuine and be open and be willing to share. Um, And have the willingness to say yes, because absolutely nothing happens if we don't say yes. So you have to say yes. And even sometimes if you think you have all these reasons not to say yes, is it going to work out every time? Of course, it's not going to work out every time. Of course, sometimes it's going to feel like, oh, that was a drag. And I've had a number of those too, although not many because I can find most people pretty interesting on some level. But the encouragement to say yes. So here's our game-changing question for today. 
How can we be intentional about transforming typical online connections to courageous connections? How can we be intentional about transforming typical online connections to truly courageous connections? That's our question for the day. Join us on our Facebook group, Wonder Your Way to Brilliant, if you want to talk about it, or send me an email to adina at couragetobecurious.com. If you like this podcast, if you thought it was powerful, go ahead and share it and write us a review on iTunes if you like this show. It helps us get found. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of Wonder Your Way to Brilliant.